Hey, this is Dustin Ibarra, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man whose pants and underwear self-destructed five seconds ago, and now he's jacking his boner off as a fuse burns down to his pee hole. That's Jeff Clark. What's up, Kuminati? And beaming to us from midair after falling off a cliff... The bearded booger-eating stuntman known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, crap, crap. And joining us in person for the first time in a long time, Alex Wilson is back. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Hey, guys. So good to be here. I'm guessing based on your intros, you saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 this weekend, Kevin? I, I did. Yeah. We'll get to that in a okay. bit. Well, we you... will get to that because I also saw it. Yes. All awesome. Right. All four of us saw it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, before we catch up with you, Alex, I did want to run something by the three of you. This is something that I saw posted on who I allegedly believe to be the um, government name of Pooping Kathy okay. on Facebook. And posted about her boyfriend giving her a Colorado campfire. And I, <laughs> I wanted to see... Well, if it would it, be her husband, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be Chewy Lee? <laughs> maybe she's got both. Maybe, That'd yeah. Be pretty maybe. sweet, huh? Double trouble. Uh, yeah, husband, boyfriend, I don't know. But she, I, I think she tagged the guy's name, so I, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking. I just wrote boyfriend, let's just, but... Let's just play it safe and call him fuck buddy. Yeah. I mean, who knows? This might have not even been pooping Kathy. Who knows? I could be mistaken. But somebody I'm friends with on Facebook posted about getting a Colorado campfire. And I wanted to see if any of you know what that is without looking it up. And if you do know what it is, just wait a second and everybody who doesn't take a guess. Oh, okay. Man. I, I don't know, but I am checking... Uh, Pooping Kathy's official Facebook to confirm if this is how long ago was this on? I don't know. Within the past week. Okay. So, what do you think a Colorado campfire is? These are my favorite jokes. Oh no, Colorado campfire. So I had to look this up on because I didn't know. But I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. Uh, maybe it's like when you clam bake a car and have sex in it. Isn't Colorado and, known for its weed? And yes, that was something. Pooping Kathy's official post was. I was. Has anyone? Shuddy, I was. I was oh, kind of. I was. I was trying to give her like a little bit of anonymity, but. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I'll stop. <laughs> no, what, what, what's wrong with that? It's still pooping, Kathy. No one even uses Facebook anymore, as long as you don't say our government name. Yeah, I, you know, I, I guess I guess we're safe. That's a good point. 
It just says, has anyone ever tried a Colorado campfire? I really want to make one for blank. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. I really want to make <laughs> one. All right. Well, that, that kind of ends my guess. I don't, I don't think you can make what I, what I guess. Yeah, I, I guess you could. Here. Jeez. I don't know. No guesses. Yeah, what it, I'm gonna. I'm gonna no guess. Gu- is it? I'm not creative enough to come up with a guess for what it could be that would. I don't you. think it's. You've been this. a podcast host for the better part of twelve years, Shuddy Boy. You are very creative. Is it blowing smoke up the bum? I, I was thinking that too, but it's not a bad guess. <clears throat> think. All right, try this. Okay. Um, disregard the Colorado part. I okay. feel like that's that's kind of getting that's, you guys off off track. That's just alliteration. Yeah. Campfire. Okay. Does it have to do with smoke? Kind of like a Colombian necktie. Does Isn't that something... when you like poop on someone's collarbone? <laughs> no. Oh no! Wait, that's when you slit someone's throat and you pull their tongue out of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, what's the sex move I'm thinking about where you Whoa, like poop on someone's? That neck? doesn't get me hard. <laughs> it's get shuddy hard. Yeah. No, um... <laughs> Jeff. Uh, Jeff used all that up in the Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> He, he has no more concrete to break. Uh, it, okay, there's nothing to do with smoke. So nothing's burning, actually. In yeah. It. Okay. Campfire. <laughs> and you got to build it. Think about what you do uh, at campfires. It has campfires. nothing to do with Colorado and it has nothing to do with smoke. And at this point, it can mean anything. Those are the well, worst no, no, no. clues ever. Think about, think about what you do at a campfire if you go camping. Something to do with s'mores? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's the only thing I can think of. Because I will take a stab or ghost stories. <laughs> yeah, that's all I do. That's all I do when I go camping is eat s'mores. Do you? I don't know. Do you put a ghost in your? A ghost? Is a ghost involved? No. Okay. <laughs> fucking, well, you tell ghost stories around the campfire. <laughs> that's true. Oh man, campfire, campfire. I have a feeling you guys are going to kick yourselves when I tell you. Shuddy, do you know well, what it is? I have no idea what it is. None. Right. What is it? I'll tell you. I'll tell you then. Okay. This is uh, verbatim from the uh, Urban Dictionary listing of a Colorado campfire. The act of stuffing a marshmallow up a girl's asshole and then proceeding to fuck the marshmallow deeply inside her like one was loading an old Civil War musket. Then, upon finishing inside said asshole, the female is asked to evacuate the contents upon two eagerly awaiting graham crackers. It is considered rude if the cracker is not consumed afterwards. By who? Rude to who? That is not specified. Who is to eat the cracker? Who is to eat the the butt s'more? Whoever's hungriest. <laughs> and it's insulting to the other person not to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, there's starving kids in India. You know, better not waste it. I forgot it. how romantic Poop and Kathy gets on, on Facebook. <laughs> 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 what a fucking gem. Like... Colorado campfire. She managed. She managed to stump the four of us with something dirty. What a legend! Oh, she's definitely dirtier than me. 
We salute. Oh my god, she's light years ahead of us. I'm not kicking myself though. I would not have guessed that. I wouldn't have either. (laughs) Really? That was not on the tip of my tongue. S'mores, (laughs) an act with a marshmallow. I mean, uh, the uh, we when we were talking about s'mores, I had the idea of something with a marshmallow, but it would not have gotten any. It would have. It would have been like a. A marshmallow in the vagina, and that would have been that would have been the end of it. That's as far as I would have gotten. It wouldn't have been <laughs> in the ass, then shit it out, and then eat the the poopy cummy s'more. <laughs> I stand correct. I should have gotten that one. I don't want to eat a poopy cummy s'more. Well, we salute you, pooping Kathy. Great work. <laughs> so, Alex, how you been, man? You know, after that, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, we had to put that put Alex on hold for that. Yeah, I know. I mean, compared to that, my life is not very exciting. Oh my god! You haven't been fucking delivering Colorado campfires all around Nebraska. No, no, I'm uh, much more of a tiramisu kind of guy. <laughs> oh, tiramisu, tiramisu. All right, tearing. Is there me someone pay? has to? Let's see, is there a um, sex act for tiramisu? That feels like that could be a sex act. Urban Dictionary, that one. It's got to involve um, lady fingers. Yeah. Okay, so tiramisu, let's break it down. There's a lot of cinnamon, right? There's espresso. Espresso. Lady fingers. Lady fingers, I feel, is the big joke. NASCAR pony. There's oh really? Definitely NASCAR. There is NASCAR pony in it. Yep. Oh hell yeah. Uh, okay, so we got a lot to work with here. How about you pour a shot of espresso in your asshole, you dust the rim of your anus with cinnamon, and then a lady fingers you. Huh? Huh? I don't love. I mean, I love it, but I don't want it. I mean, I don't want a Colorado campfire either, if we're being honest. Seems, I mean, Jeff, would you snack attack that? <laughs> no, I would not. Oh, Man, Urban a little Dictionary. too much shit, not enough cum. Yeah, Urban, Urban Dictionary does some great work. One of the better websites on the internet. One of their definitions for a tiramisu is when someone takes a shit on a pillow, then comes on top of the shit. <laughs> Why does it have to be on a pillow? Can it be any kind of pillow? Uh, maybe it's the, like the the white on on black contrast, right? Isn't there isn't there dark and white in a tiramisu? Right, like the dark from the coffee flavoring and then the cream. What the fuck are you laughing at? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to break it down further. You guys ask me a question. I, I, just, I just love giving you all the time in the world where you have to keep just digging deeper into explanations of things. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to not acknowledge you because then you keep just thinking that you're wrong and just keep going. <laughs> all right. Another definition they have is when a lady masturbates with a coffee then ejaculates under her hand. Well. Yeah, I don't know why the hand when giving when giving you head and you come unexpectedly to the point where it makes them cough. That's tiramisu. Well, I guess sometimes you eat tiramisu and you inhale the dust and you cough. Oh, that's 
a similar sensation, I but guess. But that's a reach. My favorite was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. They're all kind of weak. I feel like we could do better. I don't know. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like mine. Not to pat myself on the back, but I feel like mine smoked those. I mean, yeah. What did you say again? You pour a shot of espresso in your asshole, and then dust the rim of your anus with cinnamon, and then a lady fingers you. That is pretty good. So you get the cappuccino, you get the cinnamon, and the lady fingers. Yeah, I, I, I mean, know. it's kind of disappointing the other people weren't incorporating lady finger in there. Yeah. Come on, but it's, it's Urban right Dictionary. There. We expect better of you. Yeah. Great work on the Colorado campfire, though. Solid. Yeah. I mean, fucking Hoobin Cappy has been delivering us content for years. Yeah. Well, we she can... goes back further than me with this podcast. If you had to guess that in real life, how many Colorado campfires have actually occurred? Zero. You don't think somebody read that and was like, ha, 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 let's do it. I used to think that nobody had ever done a Blumpkin, but then I, was, I changed my mind and I was like, someone's definitely done Blumpkins. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's probably been... Probably in most, like, bar bathrooms. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it can't, right, it can't be... It's not head on a toilet, right? It's head on a toilet while you're taking a shit. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be poo coming out of your ass while you're getting a blowjob. Yeah. Which, yeah, so I don't, I don't even know. I, I just feel like there's got to have been a porn before. I'm on my work computer. I'll, I'll <laughs> pick it up on my phone. Hold on. All right, while Jeff is looking that up on his on his phone, we got to come up with some alliteration for Nebraska. Oh, that the, you can bring back with you. Oh, the no. Like, we could okay, do it. See what you're saying. We could do a Nebraska necktie. You could do a Nebraska necktie. I don't know how you. What's going to be different okay, than that okay. than the Peruvian? I think I got it. I think I got oh, it. Okay. Oh, or so how you about get, Nebraska Nutella? I think both would work. So you take um, an extra large Magnum condom, and you poop in it for like three days straight, and you make almost like like a like a crazy balloon that a clown would have, yep. like a real long one, like a, like a big sausage, and then you tie it or like a tie around someone's neck. And that's the end of it? Yeah. They just walk around? Yeah. With a turd tie. <laughs> Take it to a child's birthday party. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, enough of, that, of all that shit. Uh, what's new with you, Alex? You know, uh, I'm excited to be in L.A. I got in, like, Saturday morning at, like, 10 a.m. I had been up since, like, 5 flying out here. And uh, my friends took me out to just like a bunch of bars that night. So I, I got back on L.A. time. So I'm, I'm kind of chilling now. We went to this weird bar called uh, Zebulon. Have you ever heard of it? It's like an no. Atwater. It sounds it, like it would be sci-fi themed or something. It's not, but it's just full of like everyone wears weird costumes. Like there was a guy out back and he had like a legit like Sherlock Holmes style pipe. Like, one of the big twisty ones, and it had, like, the wood bulb at the end, and he was, like, smoking out of that. Yeah, that's when you know you're back in L.A. Yeah, exactly. If somebody is unironically smoking out of a Sherlock Holmes pipe. Like, in the back patio of a bar. Yeah, did he he have a mustache that was, like, twisted up into spindles? You know he had a—he had that, and then he had the goatee that came down, too, that, like, came to a little point. All of his clothes from a thrift shop? Yeah, well, he was talking to someone who had on, uh, also, I, I believe, unironically, a, like, big bomber mm. jacket that said Fast and Furious on the back. Mm. Love it. Did it have a Mumford & Sons pin? 
<laughs> that would be great if it had a Mumford's and Sons pin or like a patch on it. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was my uh Saturday night getting getting back really hitting the LA scene hard. And then getting ready to head down to San Diego for yeah. Comic-Con. I'm driving down Wednesday morning. It's going to be crazy. You're going too. Yep. Yeah, heading down Thursday night at some point. Um, Are you guys any less excited about it now that the Screen Actors Guild is on strike? If anything, I'm kind of more excited. Yeah, I never see celebrities there anyways. I never go to any of the panels. I never camp out for a week in advance to get into any of the Hall H shit. Um, I'm the same. I'm, I'm wondering what sort of announcements there even would be. Yeah, I mean, beyond just, like, showing some trailers and maybe telling some, like, stories or whatever, what are, there weren't really going to be any announcements. Like, no one, like, none of the big players had really panels scheduled anyway, right? I don't think so. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, cause, so, with the SAG rules, obviously they can't shoot any studio stuff. Um, so, all network, TV, streamer, studio projects, movies, TV shows, all have been halted production that we're shooting. Um, actors can't tweet any promote, promotion stuff. They can't um, appear on podcasts to promote any upcoming projects. But the studio still can. So I guess if, if like Marvel and Disney had trailers they were holding on to, they're not being scabs by putting that stuff out. It's just the actors can't do any promotion. I saw a lot of stuff is changing from like panels to screenings. Like... Good Omens, their panel switched to now, I think, like a screening of the first episode of season two. Oh. So I think that's maybe what you'll see a little bit more down there, that we'll see like some more screenings of, of like the first episode of the next season or something, or like 10, 15 minutes of this movie or something like that. Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff that I go to Comic-Con for, you and I have very similar Comic-Con yeah. schedules. Like a lot of just walking the floor looking at costumes, looking at the booths, buying some actual comics, a lot of times picking up some original art. Yeah, like hitting, hitting art to... books, hitting the artist Sally. Yeah. I'm going to have to skip that that part for this year. Oh, the the OG art. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not going down that train either. There's just so much stuff. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know if you knew Alex, but Kevin can't do it cuz he doesn't have a job. Well, I figured that was part of it, but Yeah. Kevin's unemployed. He'll still have fun. I'm fun employed. I get, you know, we get some money from this. There's Patreon. Keeps the lights on. Um, how does the, nope, I'm straying too far from the Comic-Con talk. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, feel free. Take a jaunt. Uh, how Uh-oh. does, uh, how does this new wrinkle in the striking entertainment industry impact John Cooper? I mean, obviously, um, you can't do table reads or anything anymore. Nope. Yeah, all that stuff is gone. But um, we are in in indie, and their big beef is with studios and streamers because they're the ones that are like fucking everybody over. So they are giving vouchers out to certain indie productions to allow them to shoot. So we're we're looking into that, and we're also. You know, because we want to be very protective of the actors. So we want to make sure that all this stuff is legit, above board, and won't, 
you know, if the actors want to do it and SAG lets us, we want to make sure that that won't negatively affect anybody going forward. So, um, because if you if you were just to start filming right now, just for argument's sake, and everybody, all of those actors are union, and they agreed to film, they'd get into deep shit, right? Yes. Like they'd get yep. kicked out of the guild. They could, um, or they could just get frozen out of work for being scabs. So. The, the biggest priority is looking after our actors, which everybody, if you check out the John Cooper Instagram or the Facebook page, we did, I went day by day and just announced all the leads. So um, I can go over those real quick for you. We've got playing the character Dusty. Here's a big stretch for you. Dustin Ibarra, the great legendary... MSPH alum Dustin Ibarra is one of the leads. Um, Trevor Trevor Walls is playing Clint, and um, let's see, uh, Alana Alana Kohanchi is playing Jessa. She's been in Wandavision, so we got a nice little MCU connection. Ooh, um, she's been in Brooklyn. What's her Nine-Nine. name again? Ilana Kohanchi. This movie you has Disney Plus written all over it. Yeah, she's been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Veep, um, Chicago PD, Atlanta. She's a fucking G. She's awesome. Um, and John Cooper is played by Lane Compton, who's done some TV work and a shitload of VO work. Like, his voice, like, hearing him deliver the lines, he's just got this, like, insane voiceover voice. It's fucking awesome. And... He is just like, when we saw his audition, like the casting director was like, okay, I'm not trying to, you know, put my thumb on the scale, but in this first round of auditions we got, I'm pretty sure we found John Cooper. And I'm not going to say who, I just want to get your reaction. So I started watching him. And the second I saw Lane, I was like, oh, it's fucking, it's Lane Compton, right? Like easy. And they were like, yeah. So that was one of the easiest casting decisions we had. He's fucking awesome. So um, if you check out the Instagram page, and by the way, shout out to everybody who's followed it already. We're already above 1,300 followers. People are being really active on the posts and stuff. So when it comes time to sell the movie and buyers look at stuff like that, like the more comments, the more people that are like publicly stating how pumped they are to see it, it's going to make our job of selling it that much easier. So thank you to everybody who checked it out and posted all that sweet, sweet stuff all over the place. But yeah, it's, it's looking like, I mean, we don't shoot for two more months, I guess technically now a little bit less than two months, but everybody is of the mindset that hopefully the strike will be over by then anyway. And we won't have to worry about trying to get a voucher, but um, yeah, it's also pretty crazy just seeing the people that are like taking the studio's side with it on social media and like, oh, that's what you get for being woke. It's like to take you to school a little bit. Um, whose fucking ideas do you think all of these are? It's the studio. All of these movies. The superhero movies that everybody is all like up in arms, burnt out on, sequels, prequels, stuff that was an existing book 
or a video game. Whose ideas do you think all of that stuff is? It's fucking studios. The people that you're arguing to get more money. It's sort of like when you hear people talk about, oh, just go back to the office already. Work from home's dumb. And it's just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, shut the hell up with that shit. Yeah, I don't know why everybody is like such corporate bootlickers, but like all the ideas that you're somehow bummed about, like all these people that are like, yeah, well, fuck the writers, fuck the actors. There's no good movies or TVs coming out anyway. First off, there's fucking tons of awesome shit coming out. Oh, I don't yeah. know what sort of crack you guys are smoking, but we're not in the age of spec scripts. That like peaked in the 90s and gave us awesome shit like Quentin Tarantino movies. Kevin Smith movies, fucking spec scripts. They weren't ideas from st- that studios came up with and then hired writers to write it. It was writers coming up with their own original ideas, and spec scripts ruled the fucking land back in the day. Like, um, my buddy Andy Kevin Walker was working at uh, uh, Tower Records in New York in the early 90s, came up with an idea for a movie, wrote the script, networked it, got sold, and they made seven. Like, that's where the fucking good ideas came from, the writers. And all of a sudden, studios were like, nope, we're so fucking greedy and money-hungry. We'll take it from here. We know what's best. And that's why they're putting out all this stuff that you claim to hate. And then you're just like, yeah, fuck the writers. Give the people making all these bad decisions that I hate more money. It's just, I, I don't know, like, I, I get it. Maybe going out in public and punching yourself in your own dick is a cool own, but I don't know. Pretty fucking dopey, if you ask me. Like, all the ideas that you claim to hate, your retribution is to give the people responsible for all of that more money and then starve out the writers. It's just fucking brainless to me. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck Ultimately, me. Ultimately, is it is a battle between those guys, right? The studio execs and the writers. Like, there's nothing that the the public opinion does uh, to sway either side, right? Yeah. And, like, the stuff that people are fighting for, it's not so, like, George Clooney and Brad Pitt can get more money. It's for the lower-tier people, 85% of SAG, that's... It's for, like, the middle class of, of the entertainment industry. Yeah, I think the average Hollywood writer makes like $68,000 a year, which in Los Angeles is below the poverty line. Um, like 85% of SAG, I think, doesn't even make enough money to get health insurance. And like that's why people are striking. That's why they're fighting because it just keeps – like here, I'll give you a quick summary of what people are actually fighting for. When you write and act in something in TV, you get residuals and stuff. And it dwindles over time. So, like, you know, if you appeared on a TV show in, like, the 90s, you're, pro- you're still getting checks for it, but you're probably getting – they're probably, like, dollars or pennies. They get prorated. Yeah. So once streaming sort of took over and drank that milkshake, the streaming rules – and compensation didn't keep up with TV. So people are still writing and creating all this shit, but the average pay for a writer has gone, in the past five years, has gone down 14%. So as inflation and cost of living goes up, the pay of writers has gone down 14%. 
And if you look at the executives and CEOs, their pay has fucking skyrocketed. Like in the past five years, those CEOs have maybe made like half a billion dollars. So they got the money to fucking pay people. They're just greedy and don't want to. They're also trying to screw people out. Like I've, I've seen people that are background work actors, like background extras, who have, like they get offered these like really shady deals to scan their likeness and get a one-time fee to then use their likeness to be duplicated, replicated, without their consent in any way that they choose in perpetuity with zero compensation. So they're basically wiping out an entire field of actors for no money. Um, and people just want the same residual structure from television over to streaming. It's not, no one's asking for anything all that crazy. It's just, I don't know, and it's the same reason all these other industries are all striking at the same time. It's just, if people aren't, don't strike right now, the middle class is just going to be fucking obliterated. And, you know, protection from AI. They want protection from AI, which is going to hurt the people that make the least amount the most. It's not going to hurt, you know, the Tom Cruises and the fucking, you know. Uh, it's just going to keep Tom Cruise looking young. Yeah, which, I don't know, looks pretty awesome in that new Mission Impossible. He doesn't he'll, need that much work yet. He'll be 80 playing himself as a teenager. But, like, it's, it's, people aren't asking for ridiculous shit here. And then, you know, the, there's this quote from some studio executive who's like, yeah, our, our plan is basically to wait it out till all these people lose their mortgages in their apartments. It's like... Oh, yeah, I saw that. The most... Dude, Ron Perlman went nuts over that. I, you see, yeah, Ron Perlman... Ron Perlman lost his shit over it. He goes, there's Good. more than one way to lose your house. Yeah. You greedy you fucking scumbags. Fuck these fucking people. I can't believe anybody is like cheering on the studio sides. It's absolutely fucking crazy. You just, you want like people losing their jobs en masse. For, for what? It's fucking know, preposterous. We're all going to lose our jobs soon to AI. So. Yeah. And this is the fucking tip of it. Yeah. This... Be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, I is, this is pretty much the front lines of AI. If it doesn't fucking get chopped off here, it's coming for everybody. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. It's Hollywood is the fucking... The line in the, the sand. Fucking... Well, no, I mean, this is, this is the <laughs> yeah. first place where AI artists are the first place where it's like... Like, you see all these, like, chat GPT things taking over, like, writing shit. Um... Supposedly, they're taking, um, they're taking over like Harvard teaching jobs too. Yeah, and like you know, remember when people were putting uploading their pictures to some AI service, and it was spitting out these like really cool paintings and graphic designs of them, like in spaceman outfits and flying around on other planets and all that shit. Like, of course, I remember. Yeah, all that stuff. Like it's it's fun to fuck around with now, but that's gonna wipe all those jobs out, and then it's just gonna keep creeping and creeping and creeping. Yeah. So I I hope they fucking hold these studio executives assholes over the fire, greedy fucking pricks. Telling you we gotta we gotta push back on AI. I'm rooting for your uh, comrades to have some success in this field. 
Yeah, you've been you've been waving the anti AI flag for a long time. Since T two, baby. Yeah. Since the early nineties, Jeff has been very anti AI and very anti asteroid. Yep. To be fair, Jeff My has a lot is of me today. I'm sorry, what'd you say? To be fair, Jeff has a lot of antis. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of vendettas. My brother was telling me uh, he was listening to a podcast about Armageddon because it's the 25th anniversary of Armageddon. Nice. Uh, he was listening to a, a podcast about movies, and they brought up Armageddon, the 25th anniversary. anniversary. And he was saying how um, the interest of that movie led to, partially led to more NASA funding, uh, specifically for, like, telescopes to detect asteroids no and now way. we can like we can see asteroids and predict like their trajectory 100 years in advance so like i guess like the whole the point of the segment or the top the, the title of the segment that the podcaster brought up is bruce willis actually did save the world <laughs> <laughs> well the same way like nasa still uses the black hole model that christopher nolan made in that interstellar movie Really? Yeah, they're still like, no, that's probably the best depiction we have of a black hole still. Holy shit. Yeah, see? Fucking movies are awesome. Yeah, they can get I'll some, show you a better picture of a black hole. Get some hole. science done. <laughs> oh, speaking of movies, who here likes Predators? <laughs> <laughs> you guys want a sequel? <laughs> Here's Predator 4, The Poopening. <laughs> Man, but I'm I'm actually kind of pumped to be in um, San Diego for a little bit. I, I wonder if it's going to weed out some of the like stinkier fellow Comic Con goers who are just there to like. Uh, That's my hope. See it's, famous people. It's going to get rid of some of the the kind of like I really want to meet so and so actor because the of, star fuckers. Yeah, like just star fuckers. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you're going to get more people like us who are just like. Yeah, like let's go hang out and have fun and yeah, let's go read some comics. Yeah, and bullshit around and yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping it's more of like a chill vibe and less of a hurried big lines. Yeah, because and and I always hated it. This was so. This is such a like fucking dumb complaint, but I always hated when they like close down a section you were walking in so like celebrities could pass through. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I have to sit and watch this celebrity for a minute. <laughs> oh, hello, Chris Evans. Hurry up, please. Yeah, and they have like an ocean of people around them. Oh, yeah. And like nerds are like trying to push through them. Yeah, it it's gets pretty the, rabid. All the guys in like black suits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, can't, I and I definitely can't do. This is my birthday on Saturday, and it's a very insignificant one. Nobody gives a flying fuck about 41. <laughs> you don't really yeah, celebrate that. Like, I don't even want to really tell anybody. I don't want to do anything. It's like, ah, this is not worth acknowledging. Want to acknowledge it. I was going to yeah. get you a sash. Ah, uh, well, I mean, if you already ordered it, I'll, I'll wear it for you, Alex. A crown with it. <laughs> but, like, I can't do my... Remember that one year when we all stayed in a hotel and I think I, like, slept on your floor? And then on my birthday, because Comic-Con always falls on my birthday... We woke up, and I think you poured me a bowl of whiskey because we didn't have any glasses or anything, but there was just a bowl in the room. 
and you just poured a bunch of whiskey in it, and I just drank it out of the bowl. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. That sounds right. And that got that was like first thing waking up in the morning, and I I definitely was uh, a little wobbly walking into the convention, as you should be. And then the one time when I allegedly ate some uh, gummy bears or Sour Patch Kids that might have had or may not have had LSD drops on them. May or may not. Who knows? Um, I, I think I'm going to uh, – the strongest thing I will be consuming is perhaps a uh, vanilla latte because I'm old and I cannot hang like I used to. You hang sad. pretty well. You can uh, hang – Not these days. I feel bad at, like, my hanging ability. I, I get, like, after You're two, still in your 20s, goddammit. For, like, a few more months. I'm, I'm almost 30, man, and it's scary. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it is. It's terrifying. Let me tell you, life changes completely when you're on the side of 30. I can imagine. Well, I'm going to experience it soon. Well, I'm now at the, the point in life, and Shuddy, let me know, because, you know, we're... Kevin's old enough to be your dad. We're about to, uh, we're yeah, about to Papa, be in the same... Papa Kevin. The same, the same zone here. Do you wake up and now things just hurt? There's definitely more stiffness at wake-up time than there used to be. Yeah, for the past uh, three weeks, every morning when I wake up, my left Achilles tendon hurts with every step I take for about 45 minutes. Now, let me ask this. Do you stretch at all? Uh, you, ooh, okay. That's for that's for pussies. I will say kinda. Okay. I started working the exercise bike back in a rotation, so I do stretches and planking before I get on the bike. So I do stretch a little bit. Okay. But it's not helping. My Achilles tendon is fucked. My ribs hurt for some weird reason all the time. It's it's at, it's at that point. But you I'm take at that a point few ribs game. out. Yeah, and then I can blow myself like Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's what I meant. Well Thank you. You guys always got my back. I mean, come on. You see some of those Cirque du Soleil performers, and you're like, you got the flexibility. Oh, yeah. I've seen... Oh, they could set planes up and suck their own dicks. I believe they could tongue their own bunguses. <laughs> some of them. Okay, question well, for the room. If answer you, for you. If you could comfortably tongue your own anus would you do that whilst jacking off no i don't think i'd ever trust my butt to be that clean what about in the shower having my butt licked by anyone it doesn't is not something that's on my radar of things i want to try and so definitely not being licked by myself well let me ask you this do you not want your a tungus in your bungus because you are self-conscious about your horrible anus? <laughs> anus? Not I've, really. That's been my hang-up. I, I just couldn't let a girl do that because I would feel bad for her. I feel like my butthole is, is, is a hole of horrors. I don't want anybody's face back there, but I don't give a fuck about myself. I might, I might do it. See, I'd be more willing. I feel like to, I wouldn't want to do it myself. I'd just be like, oh, this is such a chore. <laughs> Jeff, we already know your answer. It just feels like such an extra step. What are you talking about if I could do it? 
Yeah, I've already tried. Why do you think I was late signing on to Zoom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've I've tried to tongue my own. Wait, it's tongue your own anus and jerk off while in the shower? Yeah, you give yourself a rusty trombone. Give yourself a, not that big. A Louis Armstrong, if you will. Oh, wait, he played the trumpet. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Oh, I yeah. got it. You call it a real big fish. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. I kind of had a, a random brain question I thought of actually weeks ago. I was walking. Um, uh, I, th- I think about this every now and then, and I just burst out laughing randomly when I think about it. We right, talk well, here, about like, this. If we're going to the- do this, let's, let's cue it up proper. Do it right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I randomly think about this and I'll start laughing hysterically. And we talked about this on a recent podcast, but it's a, it was like a social media video, like man on the street, like, but not the man on the street. It's similar setup. It's just people asking random kids, like random questions, whatever. And, and one of the questions this kid uh, got asked was, was, if you, what would be the first thing you would do if you turned into a woman? And without blinking, like without even thinking, he said, I'd let all the homies hit it. <laughs> and just how quickly he said it was, it was fucking hilarious. Like, it was hilarious. And I don't know, I don't know if that's gay. I don't know if that's like, if that's cool, if that's a comrade, I don't know how to, there's a lot to unpack in that. So I guess the random qu- brain question I had would be for, we'll do Kevin and, and uh, Alex. If Shuddy turned into a hot girl and you saw, but you saw Shuddy before and after, and you knew that Shuddy had changed into a hot girl and you knew he would come back to Shuddy eventually, would you fuck Shuddy? No. Are we talking like Zendaya? I think you chick? guys should ask me if I turned into a hot chick if I would fuck either of them. Oh, come on. We all know you would, Shuddy. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. You get, you get to answer that question next. Because <laughs> if I was a hot chick, I would... Alex, maybe. Kevin, no fucking way. Yeah, I would split Shuddy open. Wow. <laughs> Blow Shuddy's back out. <laughs> Yeah, so when, when Shuddy transforms back into a man, is he still pregnant, is my question. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a miscarriage in the transformation. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Uh, okay. I, w- I will say this. He doesn't sound like Shuddy Boy, right? He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, give it to me. No. Pound no, my ass. For a day. You have one day to just one day. run through oh, Shuddy God. as many times as you can. No, because Shuddy Boy's going to remember it. Well, absolutely. Yeah. No, I could is he, good, is he a good homie like the guy on the uh, social media video? I will say if Shuddy Boy looked like Zendaya and was very aggressive, it would be – it would take some effort to shoo him away. That's for damn sure. The like, only thing is Zendaya or, or Hot Chick Shuddy 
it doesn't have the same like vocal inflection, but it says he, he says she says the same kind of stuff. Yeah, uh. like the second you see the, you see her like pick a booger out and eat it. Yeah. She's like, come on, bro. You're not going to. He's like, come on, bro. You're not going to fuck me. I'm hot. Finally. <laughs> She's, yeah. Like, is she going to be like, can you dress up as He-Man for me? Like. Yeah, I, I don't oh, yeah. think I couldn't bring myself to do it because then once Shuddy turns back into Shuddy, it's going to be so fucking awkward for the rest of our lives. And then Shuddy's like, hey, man, remember that time? <laughs> Shuddy? That time you nutted in 30 seconds because I was a fucking <laughs> LA nine and a half. <laughs> hey, what's up there, Captain Two Pump Jump? <laughs> hey there, big guy. How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's going to be a hard pass. Fair enough. Well, thanks for thinking about it. Look, we. Well, what about you, Jeff? No, I wouldn't. If Kevin turned into one of those. Um... Oh, Kevin! Well, he didn't say that. Yeah, what if I turned into wet melons? <laughs> turned into one of the them or the coffee sisters or whatever. Yeah. What if what oh. if Kevin Kevin put a wig on? I think Kevin, because I mean, he's 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 kind of halfway there. Yeah. You got the Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Put a wig on and fuck Kevin's ass pussy. Uh, I don't know. I don't have to think about that. I mean, I kind of have like a, a meaty grundle, so I could like fold it up into taco <laughs> shape and you could just like titty fuck my grundle right now. How does that sound, Jeff? <laughs> Drive I out. think we should. I think you should get out of this conversation. That <laughs> might be the gayest thing that's ever been said. New Patreon podcast. exclusive. What is it? I, have, I have a meaty grundle. I can fold it and you can titty fucking grundle. I think that's, that's set a new, that's, that's raised the bar on gay. Like, I don't think, I think, I think we've done the, the gayest conversation we could. And I'm proud of us, but I'm, we I'm did not partaking anymore. We fucking did it. It took us 13 years, but we did it. <laughs> damn it. How did I lose the shutty cough button? Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'll just fix that in post. Do some clever editing. Um, I, man, I was just the whole grundle thing. So I was on, I was using the John Cooper Instagram account today. And the suggested posts under the little magnifying glass thing was, like, filthier than my personal one. It was, like, nothing but hot chicks. And I know you guys will were believe me. Were they AI I... girls still? No, they were, they were real. Because, like, I was trying this, to... This time they were real? I was trying to type in to search for one of the actors, but I hit one of the actual posts. And it brought up this blonde girl who was wearing, I don't know, some sort of, like, red leather strap number and she had this hip-hop song playing where this guy was talking about like one of the things said like play with my gooch when you give me head it was like just like all this nasty <laughs> shit and one of the lines was play with my gooch while you give me head and i was like man you know what it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside that the whippersnappers are still saying gooch I think Grundle is funnier, but there hasn't been some new, like, lit term that replaced what you call a taint. I call it the fleshy underbridge. A lot of <laughs> syllables, but I like it. 
So are you a three fleshy underbridge, three finger fleshy underbridge like we you know, are? No, I have to or... go to the bathroom and measure unless Kevin wants to watch. I mean, I, I could put the blinders up if you want to measure your grundle right now. I'll just turn the laptop like this so it's shielding. It's just shielding you, but I yeah. still, but the 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 viewers will be scarred still. No, I did it. I on, mean, on the show. So did I. Up in the reflection on one of those. Jeff, uh... Jeff's the only one that didn't measure their grundle with their fingers on cam on the show or at all ever. Yeah, and you know why, right, Alex? Because it's either giant or really tiny. Yeah. One of the two. I'm very Jeff nervous is... that I have a micro grundle. It's just like this, like. I already, yeah, I already get like, the vibe of a micro grundle. I don't even, I don't even need to measure. Do I'm you... very nervous that I have a micro grundle. Is it vertical? Like, is it three fingers across, or what are you doing? So you, you take three them like this. Three fingers from the base of the ball sack. Okay. So across. So you're I telling this is your first time. <laughs> I can tell this is you. Do you say that a lot, Jeff? I said, don't pretend like it's your first time. Come on. Oh, I thought you said, can you? I can tell it's your first time. No, he said, don't pretend it's your first time. I kind of feel like all grundles are pretty much created equal. Yeah. Like, otherwise, you'd just be pooping on your own nutsack all the time. Talk about a flaw in the design. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it's already not great. Like, you put the sewage and the entertainment center... In the same place. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the sewage, for some people, is their entertainment center. I mean, that's true. Just look at Germans. In general. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait a second. While we're doing, uh, you know, tried and true bits, Alex, didn't you prepare a couple of questions of your own? For, for oh, Jeff? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Shows and get even gayer. I didn't think that was possible. Hey, you know, it, Pride Month is over, but we're we, we support our our gay listeners here at MSPH. So, um, without further ado, Alex, I know you've prepared a uh, a treasure trove of questions for Jeff. Yeah. No, I should have videotaped What's that up, guy bitch? outside of. It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. Oh, yeah. You want to do like two or three here, two or three on Patreon? Yeah. That sounds fair. I like that you have that many of them. Yeah. Five, I have five. How many do you have? Five total. Uh, so let's start off with would Jeff suck a dick or Kevin and Shuddy are going to pick a tattoo for your forehead? Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. I would blow the Harlem Globetrotters to get out of that one in a row. That's a really good one. And you know Shuddy and I are not going to show mercy. Yeah. They're going to lead hard into it. God. I'll get it like that chick that got Drake in gigantic letters. I'm trying to think of something. You're going to be like the uh, Impractical Jokers when they made the one guy get the portrait of Jalen Smith on his thigh. Dude, I don't even. Jaden, not Jalen. Jaden. Oh, Smith. really? Yeah. Keep my name. Out. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a way to get out of this, but I can't. I, 
really don't want that tattoo, so I, you got me. I'll take the dick. Yay! Wow. Present me the penis. <laughs> I couldn't find the achievement button, so this sounded victoriously Good. enough. I got a long list of them, and I, I always, I've been tracking the ones you say yes to. <laughs> What's the success rate? I'm like, I'd have to go through and uh, and check, but I seem to get them pretty, like, about half the time, maybe. Like Eat that 50, daddy 50. dick. Uh, we'll do this one next. Would you rather suck a dick or join the Russian army and be put on the front lines in Ukraine? <laughs> Eat that daddy dick. <laughs> I'll work as a mercenary, mercenary for Russia. You're going to go fight Ukraine? Yeah, I don't really care about Ukraine enough to of, to suck a dick to save them. I mean, I that's not even what I would do. It's just I... Yeah, you would just I, get I, murdered. I'd get some... I, maybe not. Maybe I, would, maybe I would kill a few Ukrainians. I mean, they're doing pretty well against the entire Russian army. And an, an entire army of, like, mercenaries. So you you go out in the front lines with no combat training. And you're also not a mercenary. You're in the Russian army. Well. Oh, greetings, comrades. Yeah, fair enough. I was going to say, in this case, I would. Well, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, you guys got any vodka? No, I wouldn't suck that dick. I would just murder some Ukrainians. Or die in the battle. How long do I have to do I have to be in battle? I mean, until it's over. Dude, we keep giving them money. It's never going to end. Well, I mean, what time is Chow? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like Jeff Mash. <laughs> yeah, wah, Russian Mash. I did not remember wah, the fucking wah, the fucking theme song of that <laughs> sitcom. No, I'm not sucking the dick. Okay. Fuck the Ukrainians. That's a no. All right, we'll I'm do a fucking cock. I'm a goddamn cock. <laughs> Hand me an AK-47 and a Molotov cocktail. Let's get let's get to business. I mean, at this point, it's over with. You're probably getting a knife and a slice of bread. Yeah. R.I.P. What are you Jeff talking Clark. about? You don't, you don't think they have any weapons in Russia? No, I know. I'm just and, if, and if Fortnite is any indication, Jeff will be off blowing up an empty building by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, comrades, I have three med kits. <laughs> Comrades, I got a port bunker. <laughs> oh, sweet! They brought balloons back. Whee! Uh, I'll ask this one. I think it might have been asked, but I'm gonna roll it. Suck a dick, or you have NBA level basketball skills? No, Wait, I'm suck a dick a to dick. get NBA basketball skills. Yeah, yeah, to get. Sorry. No, no, Think about the shame yes. you could put on instinctual motivation next time you see him at the court. You said yes to the one where you win every fight. I thought this would be uh, of a similar vein. Think about all it the money is. you could make hustling people, white men can't jump style. Oh, yeah. Well, more people, well, I guess maybe not. I was going to say more people fight than play basketball. But I just feel like having the skill, to, having the skill to fight is more useful than being good at basketball. So I was able to talk myself into a dick that time. But <laughs> this one, no go. All right. Well, All right. one then out of three. a few more for Patreon? Or I no? got two more. We'll do two more on Patreon. Nice. Nice. Something to look forward to. Something we could all use. 
Uh, so, we all ended up seeing the same movie this weekend. Shuddy Boy, when did you go see it? Yesterday. Oh, so I think we all saw it same exact day. Where? Uh, what theater did you go to, Kevin? Well, Jeff and I and Carl and House Clark and Paul and a few other people went. Uh, say his name correctly. It's just Paul. Oh, there we go. Uh, we went to the, nope. the Chi- People Chinese. People won't know who you're talking about if That's you don't true. say it right. Uh, we went to the Chinese theater in Hollywood and saw it in there, the main theater with, with all the handprints out front. That's such a cool theater. The IMAX? Yeah, it was sick. So you saw it in uh, IMAX technology? Yes. Yeah. Alex, did yeah. you see it at CityWalk? Yeah, I saw it at the, the AMC CityWalk. Nice. The Universal. And Shuddy, where'd you go? Cinemark? Uh, AMC. Ah, with the garbage people. In Dolby. Uh, I mean, I sat next to Jeff, and Jeff was doing a lot of uh, scoffing throughout the movie. So I'm, It had a lot of corny lines. So. It did. There, were, there was a lot of corniness and cliched-out dialogue and very corny line delivery, but I still had so, a fucking blast. <laughs> We, Draven and I watched Fallout Saturday night, and that one was really fucking corny. That's They're the all one with corny. Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. I mean, it's based on a TV show from the 60s. Well, the fact that they, so of like, course, it's going to be corny. They shoehorn the masks into every movie is also like kind of leans into that too, where it's just like, yeah. oh, they, they're always wearing silly masks and impersonating people, and I mean the first. Mission Impossible movie came out in 1996. Um, it was directed by, I think, Brian De Palma, right? It was a serious movie, yeah. It was serious as fuck. Yeah, that's the one And I watched all of them start to finish in preparation for Dead Reckoning. And then the second one's John Woo, right? Yeah. Third, like third one is J.J. Abrams. And then I think Christopher McQuarrie did the rest of them. Four, I feel like, is like the turning point in the series. Like the yes. same way Fast and Furious like has a turning point at five. I feel like this, like Mission Impossible, has a turning point at four. Yeah, it it kind of like turns into just uh you know insanely crazy over the top action. Yeah, but they I really don't know. lean I into it a lot more. It becomes more like that Tom Cruise stunt vehicle. Yes, but I don't. I feel like I I have to rewatch it because it's been a while. But I always remember liking Mission Impossible three the best. With Philip Seymour Hoffman as the bad guy, yeah, for, oh, for sure, such a fucking good bad guy in that. Is that the awesome. one that starts off with like the helicopter rescue? I think so. Yeah, with with Carrie Russell. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that's the right one. Yeah, yes, I mean, that's that one. I've enjoyed them all. I think the one I remember the least vividly is probably two, but they've all been fine. It's a solid a- action franchise, and I. I Give props to Tom Cruise for, you know, for being a guy. What is he? Sixty, sixty-one at this point. Doing He's these still riding dirt bikes, crazy stunts in every single one of them. Like the stunt that they've been showing, you know, that everybody's heard about and seen in the commercial and seen clips of on social media, where he uses a mountainside as a ramp and rides a motorcycle off of it and just free falls and then pulls a chute. Like, that easily could have been done with a stunt person or CGI, and it 
nobody would have been the wiser. But he's still just like, no, fuck it. I'm going to train and I'm going to do this myself. Because Tom Cruise is a goddamn great American and he fucking takes pride in his craft. Well, it's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, his Scientology thing is a little problematic, though. Ah, who cares? Oh, here we go. The who son cares? of a bitch. I was going to say, I brought this up at Thai, I think, or after Thai, before we went to the restaurant or the movie theater. Do At what point do we start giving Scientology some credit? Because <laughs> he's been a Scientologist for years, and this guy is doing things no 60-year-old man has ever done. Yeah. Like, Tom Cruise and my mom are the same age. And I would be shocked if my mom rode a bicycle. And Tom yeah, Cruise is riding dirt bikes off of, off of a fucking cliff. Into a fucking, yeah, into a, a stunt. Well, look at Keanu Man. Reeves. He's pretty old, too. And he's like, he does jujitsu classes and he does all the gun training and the, the getting yeah. hit by cars and shit. No, that's, that's fair. But this is another level of, like, action. I mean, I feel like, like to, Ke to Kevin's point, he he didn't have to do any of that, and he just did yeah. it. And my thing is, maybe he subconsciously like wants to die, or like wants to like he's got to be at peace with go him. down with the most epic like Hollywood finale ever. Well, we were talking about this last night as well, and I'm pretty sure I remember hearing that they the first thing they shot was this motor motorcycle stunt. In case he died, because Tom Cruise didn't want to waste anybody's time. So, like, if I yeah. die, then I just die, and this movie gets scrapped, and we didn't, you know, spend months shooting stuff leading up to this that we have to now scrap. Like, I don't want to waste anybody's I mean, time. If I die, I die. Fuck it. What do you think? The, uh, the professionalism on that is just top notch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think the, the big stunt in the next movie is going to be? I don't know, because he, he has been talking about, because everybody was making jokes, like, oh, what's he going to do next, film a movie in space? And he was like, uh, yes, actually I am. We're just kind of waiting for the right reason to take me into space, but I will be shooting a movie in outer space. I think he's going to do that same jump that Red Bull guy did. Oh, Ooh. like drop from the like upper layer of the atmosphere? Yeah, where you can like really see well, he like kind Well, he kind of did that in... Oh, Top Gun. In... Uh... No, well, no, in Fallout, I was gonna, in Fallout at the with Henry Cavill. Oh yeah, they, the Halo both, jump they called it, right? But yeah, even I think yeah. he's gonna go higher. Well, I don't want to, I, I don't want to spoil anything here from Mission Impossible, but like, isn't there a chance he does some Ocean Gate shit? That that's not a spoiler. It happens in the very first scene of the movie. It might, yeah. yeah. I, fair enough. Fair enough. I guess. Yeah, that could be. That could be. I mean, but the last. I, go ahead, Jeff. I was just gonna say I had no idea. Like, I didn't know that the first scene of the movie was gonna be the first scene of the movie. So, like, even that, like, would be kind of spoiling it for someone like me who's going into it for the most part blind. I mean, I I, I know what you know Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. I've seen them all, but like, I didn't know specifically what was going on in this one so you know maybe he he does some like fucking david blaine shit where he's like oh i'm gonna hold my breath for 30 minutes oh he did that like, in the previous one he already did it what yeah yeah well, that, damn, was, that was his big stunt in one of the other mission impossibles he like trained to hold his breath for like 15 minutes or something like that yeah and then he like did a huge underwater thing where i think it was it might have been three 
No, I think it was. I think it was past. It, it was like in the Ghost Protocol. Oh, okay. Yeah. And on one where he. Cause oh, because like, that's was, when they brought in like Simon Pegg. Yeah, there was there was one where. And this is just me. I don't know how true this is, but apparently one of the big stunts in one of the more recent ones was he wanted like a helicopter spiral in front of this waterfall that was like in a curved in like enclosed cliff area, like a cove kind of thing. Yeah, and every person they talked to either said that can't be done, or that's way too dangerous, and even I won't put myself in that situation. So Tom Cruise learned how to fly fly a helicopter and did that stunt himself. That sounds like Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's just like he's insane in that regard. Like he'll just do anything. Yeah, he's fucking committed. He loves movies. He wants to keep blockbusters and movie theaters open. Well, and I don't care how kooky his religion is or any of that shit. I I tip my hat to him. That's a fucking craftsman right there. Like him and Tarantino, I feel like are in that same vein, where it's like they're. Whether you like their movies or not, they're committed to like making movies, like not yeah. trying to repackage other things for for the big screen or whatever. They're like, no, 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 we really like old school big action movies or like old school storytelling, and we're making unique things. And I mean, Mission Impossible is a series, but it's it's like Tom Cruise's vehicle. Yeah. So. What did yeah, you guys like think? It has to die when he when he's done. Yeah, right? like we, oh, of course. it doesn't carry on without him. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll try to pick it up eventually, but I think like after him, you need to let it breathe for like five years. I think that's the best we can ask for. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you guys think of the movie? Remember, guys, the studio execs are the reasons we get all these remakes. So, yeah, if you're burnt out on on sequels and prequels and superheroes but i don't know blame those fucks why doesn't tom cruise do as many sci-fi movies he had that kind of string of like really good sci-fi films they i haven't seen him do a sci-fi one in a while you know he did that oblivion he did the edge of tomorrow or live die repeat whatever it's called now i heard they're trying to make another one of those i feel like a weird movie to make a sequel to it is but i mean i i remember seeing that because i think that that's why they rebranded the title because it was Edge of Tomorrow, and then it didn't do all that great at the box office. So they were like, oh, it's got to be the weird title's fault. Let's just call it Live, Die, Repeat. That's catchy. But that movie fucking rips. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. And Oblivion, people kind of shit on. I think that got bad reviews, but I thought Oblivion kicked ass as well. That's it's, the one with him in the Yankees hat? Yeah. It's not as good as uh, Live, Die, Repeat, but it's still like a, a fine, independent, like not connected to anything sci-fi movie. Yeah, it's it's like a it's almost like a sci-fi drama. Yeah, it's better than that like point. Chris Pat's Passengers movie. Yeah. But Dead Reckoning Part 1. Thoughts. I was... It was fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got that fucking modern runtime that they love going with. Well, that's kind of what I was scoffing at. It's like, or was scoffing at at the time. They didn't, there was far too much of like, this is the most important mission we've ever had. Like, he could have said that twice and saved us like maybe 10 minutes on the other 30 times it was mentioned and discussed. <laughs> so, so I use this app called Run P that... Oh, it tells you the scenes? 
tells you this the best scenes to go to the bathroom during and the final pee time it recommended was at the hour and 45 minute mark and the description was just this is your last chance to go to the bathroom before uh the final action sequence and when i saw that i said to draven your run p is trying to tell us that the last action set piece is an hour long. There's no fucking way. And the last hour of the fucking movie was that entire action sequence. Like, it was just in... The action sequences were... They were relentless. Yeah. And they like, were, they were relentless. Right? Yeah, yeah, just like... Like an out, you would think that an hour long action scene would just be would get tired, but that whole thing went through so many different phases. But it was all like one kind of like, like it was just yeah, it was it, it, it was re- a little too long though. It reminded me a little bit of Mad Max Fury Road, where when when the action finally took a break. I like exhaled and it was like, oh my god, I've been holding my fucking breath and gripping the arm of my seat. Like, for dear life, for that whole time. I was like, holy shit. Wow, that was intense. Yeah, it was... It was something. I always find it funny, in every single Mission Impossible movie, they always have, like, a big elaborate party scene where they're always, like, meeting a buyer or something. And, and like, they did that in Fallout. (laughs) I think they did that in Rogue Nation. And I just always find that... That's always my favorite part of the movie, when the soiree eventually devolves into like a fist fight gunfight. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, this was the seventh installment of the mission impossible series. First one started in the nineties and to have it be this good, that's pretty impressive. Oh yeah. To hold quality. Yeah. To keep a franchise that fresh and you know, great supporting cast with, Oh, Carrie Ewell's. Not enough Gary Ewells in Mission Impossible 8, or whatever one we're on. You do get a nice... Kevin literally just said 7. <laughs> let, let me ask this. So the the villain of it, was he a callback from another movie? I didn't remember him, and I felt like there were flashback scenes for him, and I was like, is that before Mission Impossible movies? Or? I think it was. I think it was supposed to be before... Because he kept saying that's what got him into the IMF. Yeah, and I, I was like, is that... Chetridge was... The guy who comes to get him in Prague in Mission Impossible 1. Yeah. No, but Alex is talking about the villain. What what was his name again? Gabriel? Gabriel? Yeah. Yeah, so that was before he joined. uh, I'm sorry. So that's what Kittredge brought him. Never mind. So, Shuddy, you've seen the first one the most recently. Was Gabriel in the first movie? No. Okay. Nope. So he's not like a recurring character. That's what I feel no, like they do was, that a lot. Like they call back characters, and I'm like, I don't know if this is a new person or I'm supposed to know who they are. No, or... this was this was Fast and the Furious style retconning to bring in a bad guy that had <laughs> okay. some sort of relevance. Although the true bad guy was appropriately enough AI, <laughs> that AKA was, the entity. That was the one. That was the one thing that uh, kind of upset me about the movie. That is the one thing that I I can knock it on is that. The bad guy is fucking a computer. 
I kind of liked it. Like a rogue AI program that just like evolved and rewrote itself to be super aggressive and fucking psychotic. I thought that was kind of neat. But hasn't but hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, that's kind of a good point. I, I, I'm with Shuddy on that. Everybody's, everybody's reacting to the possibility of what this AI can do. I mean, the it kind of – it did some stuff the, throughout the movie. Well, I, I just liked how they're like, it's gotten into all of these systems. And they're like, what did it do? And they're like, it left. It just wanted us to know that it could get in there. <laughs> like, I didn't like that they just – I didn't like the name of the thing. I wish they came up with something the better. The Entity. Yeah, they called it The Entity. And I was like, oh, God, can we pick something else? It's, it just sounds so corny. I mean, the movies are corny. The movies I mean, are corny. Like, they, they have to do the stuff from the TV show where, like, this message will self-destruct in yeah. five seconds. They got to um, have a mask. If you choose to accept this mission. Like, they got to keep those tropes going, which were created in the 60s. So, of course, they're dated and corny. And then they, they try to, like, lean into it and, like, laugh at it with the audience. But I think the well, one part that got the biggest laugh in the theater was not what they intended. And just to leave things vague a bad guy screaming Ethan! oh yeah that was really funny like mr wilson yelling at dennis the menace yeah it was it was, wow. it was that was the funniest part of the they movie. could have cut that yeah they shouldn't have had that at all he sees the, he sees what's in his hand and then it's done yeah they uh like bringing the uh Making sure to tell everybody what IMF stands for, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but they do it, and then they roll their eyes like, ugh, yeah, impossible mission force. <laughs> I did like seeing my probably favorite character actor going, Shea Wiggum, prominently featured. Fucking love that guy. I do have a little bit of a hard time suspending the disbelief that Shea Wiggum could capture Ethan Hunt. That could he could be so close to him all at all times. Yeah, I mean, I guess wow. they got to make the government look somewhat competent. They got a Shea lot of Wiggum's guys. Awesome. I feel like he's a, a good possible foil for Ethan Hunt. Yeah, he would catch me if I was running away. I thought the airplane scene with them was really well done. And I, th- I felt it was like, oh, yeah, they're like a big government force. But then like he's still kind of running around and, and keeping them at bay and stuff. Um, the scene with the uh, first airline passenger had me kind of laughing. That they think is Ethan. Oh, yeah, that gag. That he's like did. trying to rip his face off. Yeah, he starts putting his fingers in his mouth and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my favorite bit. They did the whole movie. I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I feel like the Mission Impossible movies, they're always just really fun eye candy. And I feel like this one stepped it up a little bit. I was, I was very happy with the decision to go see this. I liked it a lot. I thought um, Palm Clementiev, Mantis from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, I thought she was cool. Oh, Is that who that was? Yeah. She was the French villain lady? Yep. She was my favorite part of the movie. I I recognized the name in the trailer, but had no idea who it was. And the entire fucking movie, I'm like, I who who the fuck is she? (laughs) Oh god, I have such a crush on her. She's yeah. She her fight scenes were fucking cool. I want her to attack me with a knife. Yeah. 
Palm, if Alex you're listening. Alex would let her fart in his face. Yeah, bring bring your sword cane. <laughs> Stab Alex <laughs> in his wide, magnificent grundle. Yeah, even with that dumb face paint she had on at the club. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get why yeah. they did that. That was she's so wearing that makeup looking. in the in the poster too. Yeah, I was like, this is the oddest. This is a terrible choice. The painted on like opera mask. <laughs> I don't know. Overall, though, I'll 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 suck the first dicks. I'll I'll suck four and a half Tom Cruise dicks. I thought this fucking ruled. I I had a blast the entire time. It was a little bit long, but there was this one part where I thought that was where they were going to end it and split the movies. And I was like, uh, I'm not ready yet. I want more movie. And then they gave a lot more movie. But, I mean, it ended with such fucking cool action scenes that I was just like, yeah, I don't give a shit about the runtime. That was sick. What do you guys feel about the whole trend of, like, part one, part two movies now? I don't like it. I don't either. I Like, that was my big kind of problem. It, I, I will say this ending felt more complete than most part one, part two movies. It did. Yes. It definitely felt like, you know, this part of the saga has ended. Like, this could have been, they could have named this Dead Reckoning and then had part eight be something, you know. Yeah, it, like a continuation. I feel like they could have done it the same way. It's like, not like Fast X that ends, like, without any resolution whatsoever. It feels a bit more like the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Like, where they, it's going to be a complete movie, but then it's just sort of, like, takes part of the story and keeps going, you know? Yeah. They did it as best they could. Because, like, that's, like, this uh, this other new trope that they're doing a lot with, you know... I feel like... Man, I had an example from back in the day. Like, a movie that you wouldn't even think about because it was so long ago and it's such a classic. But it it escapes me now. But it they kind of it kind of all got revived with Twilight and Hunger Games. And Harry Potter. Like the oh, final yeah, installment, two. they had to do, they had to split it into two, and it just seems unnecessary. Well, Matrix kind of did it with like their two and three. That's right, yeah. Like yep. that, that one kind of had a pretty, pretty cut and dry, like cliffhanger ending in two. Yeah, I but now they're, right. now they're doing it with Dune. Yep. Dune is another part one, part two. And I mean, there are some movies where you're like, okay, fine, you're going to get away with it. Like Harry Potter. Really leaned into the the book's just so long, guys. We just gotta make two movies. It's like, nah, you could have you could have done one. Yeah, I'm like, that's not much longer than the other books. Like, you could have fit it in. Yeah, but I think that they were in the middle of filming Dead Reckoning Part Two, and that got shut down. Oh, because of all the strikes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Deadpool Three. It's kind of a bummer. Hopefully, the shit gets resolved they should, quick. They should get Tom Cruise away in on the strike. He's, I mean. He's on kind of both sides of it. I mean, obviously he's an actor, but he pretty he's much makes these movies himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's part of both guilds, wouldn't he? He's like part of the producer's guild that they're fighting. That not it like AFTA or something? AMTP? AMTP. AMTPT? Yeah, I'm sure he's part of that because that's like the producer's version of whatever. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. So how many dicks are you guys going to suck? I I'm gonna do three and a half. I liked it a lot. I I thought some of it was corny, and I don't like the part one, part two. But I loved the action scenes. The knife fights were awesome. There were so many cool knife fight scenes. Like, not to spoil anything, but like there's uh, the one on the bridge is great, 
Yeah. I mean, really. Do you still do knife fighting? That was like a hobby. I'm more into jujitsu now. Uh, I'll sometimes do like kind of some stuff with my friend, but other than that, not like any formal classes anymore. Well, knife fight like with a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knife I mean, fight with a friend. Yeah, we. Well, it's fun to spar. <laughs> yeah, what are you like, doing tonight? Oh, you know nothing. Well, you want a knife fight? Yeah, let's. Yeah, you'll do that, or uh, two ways you can buy practice knives, or you just take two like fathead sharpies, and you go after and see who makes the most marks on the other person. Whoa. We should do that next time we're all in a room together. That would be a fun. That yeah, dude. I okay. Here's my here. I'm gonna propose. This is completely off. Topic. I got you, Jeff. No, it's a birthmark. No, you didn't get me. I blocked the fucking sharpie. Just punch Kevin right in this head. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull out pepper spray. <laughs> I'm gonna run into your safe and got your gun. Fuck your fucking sharpie. No, not fair. <laughs> Well, what about you, Jeff? How many dicks are you sucking? Uh, I didn't know I was on the hook for the Ethan Hunt dicks. Uh, I'll do four. I, I thought it was a little too long. I tried to take a nap a couple times, but I couldn't. The I, Like you said, I, I was scoffing a little bit. There was some like really cheesy, corny dialogue, but that's not why you were there to see the movie. All the action paid off. Uh, the, the, the screen... Uh, at the Chinese theater and like the whole setup was just sick. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a really fun movie to watch in the theater and like the stunts and the action was fucking great. Like the driving stuff, like there was so many like layers and levels of the action between the, the, the motorcycle stunt, the driving through Italy, some of the, like the fist fights and knife fights, the gun fights, even like, it was just like the action was top notch. Like you can't make it any better. The the dialogue and stuff. Yeah, he did, and he did the 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 car driving, like that car chase scene in in Rome. Like Tom Cruise did that himself. It seemed like the the lady also did some some of the driving stunts. I can't remember her name. The lady who played oh, Billy Atwell. Billy Atwell. Who? Minx. is aging like fine fucking wine. Yeah, yeah. I total mean, she baby. was old. She was hot in Captain America, but she is. Yeah, she looks like she hasn't even aged a day. I love how Tom Cruise just has a clear brunette type, though. <laughs> yeah. Is she with Simon Pegg? Like, uh, maybe it was just a picture. I thought they might have been together, but I think it's just a picture of them. I like a press junket. All right, what about you, Shuddy? Time to get on your knees and suck some dongs. Three seven five. Interesting. And she's she's mine and Kevin's age, Jeff. Oh well, I'm not that impressed. Then we're we're <laughs> fucking spring chickens over here. <laughs> I wonder. If April fifth, nineteen eighty two. Oh, that's not old at all. But she still looks great. Man, she got her whole life ahead of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just like graduated high school last year. I could have swore I've never seen this woman before, but I, I mean, Captain America Winter Soldier is one of the few good movies from uh, Marvel. She was in all the Captain Americas. Wow. I just never, never remembered her. I'm Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. I wonder how much money. Particularly care for. I, I wonder how much money she's made off of being Peggy Carter. 
That's her character. And yeah, she had the TV show, the Captain America. I'm sure she like goes to conventions and makes money that way too. Oh yeah, like she probably like she's probably that's like ten grand a weekend probably. She could probably she probably would have been at uh, Comic Con, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. Do they? I guess they don't really need her to promote it at Comic Con. There's always like maybe the the next one. There's the people the studios bring, but then like the convention itself also like brings guests, not necessarily affiliated with the studio. Like they'll pay other people to come in too. Is Peggy Carter a well-known comic book um, character? Like, is she always in Captain America? I think she's as like well-known as you'd say like Jimmy Olsen is to Superman. See, I've never, I've never read any Captain America comics. It's just like a huge blind spot. Like I like the Captain America in the movies, and I think Chris Chris Evans killed it. But like as a kid, I always thought Captain America was like a little corny, so I never read any Captain America Ooh. comics, except when he was in like Avengers books. But I yeah, I feel like I read a lot of books where he was like the team leader, but I didn't read, read too many like individual Captain America books either. Shady. Yeah. I read the later I've read the later Captain America stuff like the Ed Brubaker. Okay, yeah. Oh, the woke shit, huh? <laughs> what superhero do you guys think you've read the most of like individually? It's got to be you Batman. You guys can handle that one. It's got to be Batman. It would be Batman. I think mine's Thor. Really? I think I might have read it's, it's either Thor or Spider-Man. Because I went on a big Thor binge over the pandemic. Like, I read everything from, like, before the Unworthy Thor stuff all the way through, like, War of the Realms and a little beyond. Yeah, I would say for Marvel, it's definitely Spider-Man. Yep, Spider-Man would but be, my, like, number two, I think. Over Overall, it's it's definitely got to be Batman. I've read... Because there's, like, the Batman main series and then detective comics is also Batman and I've read a fuckload of those. And there's so many like like Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And then like like uh what are what's the other what's that uh, now the adult Batman that came out a little bit damned? Oh Batman damned where he showed yeah. his cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bat Dong. And then do you count like Harleen in there? I mean Joker books? Because I mean they're technically Batman. Eh. It's universe. No, if Batman's not in him, then I don't count him. But I'd say, percentage-wise, I would say I have read almost all Swamp Thing comics that have ever come out. Oh, okay. I, I haven't 100 percented it, but if you did, like, percentage-wise of everything that's been released, um, Swamp Thing, I've, I've consumed almost all of it. You're There's, not- like, a few stuff that's out of print, like the older shit that I've never read. It's hard to get a hold of, yeah. Um, I did also see another new release. I did too. Go ahead. Straight to Netflix. I watched the Bird Box. I don't know if you would call it a sequel since it pretty much happens at the same time, but I watched Bird Box Barcelona, which I, I didn't even know it was coming out. I just saw it in the, the top 10 on Netflix. And I, I was like, oh, fuck. Same I, here. I liked Bird Box. Bird Box Barcelona. I thought it yeah. was like something that already came out and I just missed it. Because I didn't hear anything about it. I figured that'd be something that they would hype up because maybe I just really, really liked Bird Box, but I thought it was a very successful movie for Netflix. I think it got a lot of watches, but for some reason people hated it. 
I remember when it first came out. Wait, the first one? Yeah. Like, it's got I really bad reviews. Was... Didn't we like it? Yeah. I mean, well, I know I liked it, but I thought you guys liked it, too. I thought it kicked ass. I thought it was a, a yeah. really good horror movie. It was uh, not like reinventing the wheel, but a cool premise. And then when I started to play Bird Box Barcelona, it hit me that I forgot the rules. I was like, wait, what the fuck did happen in Bird Box? So it's basically like some creature appears on Earth, like a, like a whole race of them. It's almost like a quiet place but with eyeballs. And if you lay your eyes upon them. Like if you look at these things, your eyes get this weird, like splooge gray shit in them. And then you just kill yourself as quick as possible. And some people kill themselves in quick and easy ways. And some people go the more gruesome, painful route. But I guess it's like if you combined the happening and, uh, a quiet place. But, uh, I don't know. It didn't, it felt a little unnecessary, this new one. Like, they did sort of expand a little bit, because they never show the actual creatures in Bird Box. Do they ever show what people see? Like, do they, I, I guess I always took it like they were hallucinating. Well, they do a little bit of that, because in the first one, there were some. there's like a very small percentage of the population that sees these things, and they don't kill themselves, but they still go nuts. Oh, they, like, turned into, like, feral people? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, and they they actually, because I remember after Bird Box came out and a lot of people watched it and it was popular, some guy who was on the VFX team put pictures out. He was like, so they cut it from the movie, but, you know, we designed and created the creatures and shot scenes with it, and here's what they look like. And they kind of just looked like big, veiny babies. <laughs> like, they weren't terribly cool they look so like I, little pudgy yeah like I get why they got cut because it kind of is more effective when you don't know what it looks like so your own head will come up with something cooler yeah, like the than worst they could thing ever possible show you. yeah yeah um, but in this one they, they expand on it a little bit and I don't know I guess it could be perceived as spoilery so I'll just leave it be they did something kind of cool, but again, it all just felt unnecessary. The main character, I, they kind of went in a weird direction with it. So like none of the same actors. He's almost no, no, no. It's it's all all different actors. All takes place in Barcelona. Is it in Spanish? It is. Okay. But when we started playing it, it defaulted to English dub, so just wrote it out that way. But um, the main character is sort of like antagonist and protagonist, which was a little unique. So I appreciated that. But I, I don't know. For these movies, I wish they went harder with the kills. Like at least The Happening had people lying down in front of riding mowers and getting fucking chewed up by a lawnmower. Like it's a lot of just stuff where the camera cuts away. Someone or, jumps off a cliff or something. Yeah, they or... jump off a cliff. They cut their own throat. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. Get more fucking gruesome with it. But it, was, it wasn't horrible. It's getting worse reviews than the original Bird Box, which I'm sure is no surprise. But uh, Wait, so the people who gave it bad reviews, <clears throat> was that the, the um, critics or the, the, the audience? Both. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, it's got like a bad letterbox score. It's got a bad IMDb score. But um, I don't think this one was horrible either. It wasn't. I th- I think the original Bird Box was a four dicker. This one was like a three dicker. Like if you really jonesing for more of that universe, it's worth a watch. If you did not like Bird Box, there's no fucking way you like this one. How does it compare to like A Quiet Place, like the sequel to that? I thought A Quiet Place Two was fucking awesome. Yeah, so, that movie kicked ass. Is the third one hasn't came out yet, right? No. I don't even know what the status is, but well, it's pro- everything's delayed now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like A Quiet Place 2 was a step in the right direction, and this one was a step in the wrong direction. What's up, Jeff? You it's because it was perplexed. Spanish people, isn't it, Kevin? <laughs> Fucking shutty boy. My, my audio just randomly cut out of my headphones. No. Uh. Uh, did what did you watch, Alex? What was the other one you you saw? I watched uh, the Netflix film that came out, The Outlaws. It's with the one of the well, I guess two of the workaholics guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Devine and yeah, he's the main one. And then Pierce Brosnan is in it, and I can't remember who his wife is off the top of my head, but it was mediocre. Real, real middle of the road. The whole premise is that Adam Devine's getting married. Uh, and he's never met his, his fiance's parents. They come to town and they're just weirdos. And you basically come to find out, it's not really a spoiler. It's in the trailer, basically that they're bank robbers and they, they rob the bank that Adam divine works at. And it's about him now, now like having to deal with the fact that his in-laws are bank robbers. All right. So it's a little bit of like, um, meet the parents mixed with trapped in paradise. Yeah, well, a little bit. Yeah, I feel like they kind of go for a almost a baby driver vibe in it. Like with some of the scenes, it's like with some of like the uh, the sh- like they have some shootouts and they have some car chases and okay. And uh, it's funny. There's a skydiving scene, and watching it like less than twenty four hours after seeing Mission Impossible's like live, really well done base jumping, like falling in the sky scene. And seeing like really terribly edited, like <laughs> Pierce Brosnan and Adam Devine like falling <laughs> was hysterical. Uh, if I had to give it a score, I'm going like two, two, two out of five, two dicks. How oh, dang! It's not great. I had a few chuckles. I'll say there were a few few parts that got me. Um, but they do that thing in modern comedy which I don't like, where it's really clearly uh, a comedic actor who's riffing and his riffed a little too long, and they kept it in because they thought it was funny. And it was like, it, it uh, doesn't work at all in here. Yeah, that was one of the things I've been talking to uh, some filmmakers that I know about, like, as far as what to expect when being on set and directing and stuff. And they were like, be careful to not present your comedy like it's an SNL skit. Because that works for SNL, but it doesn't work for movies. So a general rule of thumb is if it's killing on set, it's going to die on screen. Like, um, one way somebody put it to me, they were like, name a movie that you love. And I was like, ah, Big Lebowski. He's like, okay, perfect. The scene when they go to that kid's house with his homework. And he's like, is this your homework, Larry? Is this your homework? 
Is this your homework, Larry? Like, it wasn't done in, like, a comical, over-the-top, silly way. It was fucking deadpan. Yeah. They were, they were serious the whole time. Yeah, and I'm sure while they were shooting that scene, nobody, like, the PAs weren't sitting there, like, covering their mouths, like, <laughs> like, giggling. But when you watch that scene, and then when he starts smashing the Corvette, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Like, you watch that <laughs> at home, and it's fucking awesome. But that stuff probably didn't kill on set. And I was like, ooh, I have got to keep that in the back of my head. That is good to know. Yeah, it, it feels like nowadays when you see some comedic movies that they just wrote in the script, like, and then a joke happens. And then they expect whoever is the comedic actor to be like, okay, funny, say something funny in the spot. Like, yeah. And then they just riff a little bit and you get sort of just like, more beer talk than anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Alex, good seeing you, homie. It's good seeing you guys. Fine. It's been too long. What happened, Jeff? Is there, are they are the gardeners back with the vibrator in your ass? No, little mama is just going to town on her own beaver. That's gross. I don't know. Maybe she heard our random brain question about tossing your own salad, and she was like, oh, that's See a good what idea. Like. I got the flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> I could reach my pussy. Little mom was like, hey, I'm in Cirque du Soleil. You, 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 you. Jesus Christ, little mama. I tell you every day the same thing. Be a good girl. What are you doing over there? You're being bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was good seeing you, homie. Thanks for coming by. I know the Puminati has probably missed you. I love coming on. This is, my, this is one of the reasons I come to L.A. for vacations. I'm like, got to go on the podcast. <laughs> And uh, if you want more Alex Wilson in your life, as well as the three of us, check out patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. We've got another show uh, we're going to record right after this one. More questions about Jeff sucking dicks, shutty boys fucking news, a lot more. <laughs> when will it end? A lot more fun to be had. And you also are, we're right in the thick. We're balls deep in Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. New episode coming on Thursday. It's good to have that back. Uh, so check it out, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Um, you can also follow us all on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Fur Records. At Mr. Alex Wilson. And at MSPH Podcast. And at John Cooper Movie. Um, Alex, you got anything to promote? Anywhere people can like buy stickers or prints? Oh, I got an Etsy shop. The link is in my... Uh... Instagram. I'm selling sticker packs. It's four stickers, nine bucks, free shipping. Uh, they're pretty big stickers too. I think they're a little over three inches. So I think it's a good deal. Jump so yeah, on it's there. It's like the size of my grundle. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a, exactly. Oh, hey, there you go. Jeff's, Jeff's got one right there. Jeff's got it on his water bottle. And I, uh, ooh, he's got the dragon on the other side. I got <laughs> some new prints out too. Uh, I haven't put them up yet, but I'm I'm kind of in the process of printing them all out. So I'll have some new dragon prints up there in the next probably month or so. Nice. Um, if you want to watch this show, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. You can see all four of our lovely faces, minus the Easter egg, which is exclusive to the audio podcast. But this week is um, definitely one worth checking out, I will say. Really? Oh, he moved. I tried to use the, since the dogs can open the door to the office, I tried to use my... Uh, kettlebells to block the door and miles could only get his head in and he was standing there for about a minute and a half 
till I decided to try and move the camera. So never mind. You got, you got kettlebells like, there? You doing Turkish get-ups? Miles was like, hey, we, I mean, are we talking about licking our own assholes still? There, I have not used the kettlebells in quite a while. They're very dusty. Kettlebells are the best. It's like the best workout, I think. But you do pick them up and put them in front of the door, so that's something. Yeah. That's like I mean, two it's calories. Like, it's like three feet. My five pound <laughs> and my ten pound kettlebell. Oh, that's it. You gotta get up there, Shuddy. You're gonna you gotta get some forty pound kettlebells. I'll lift those up with my dick. Yeah, look, coat hanger style. All right, everybody. Some of you, we will catch in Patreon land. And to the rest of you, until next time, something. Yeah, Shuddy just sent the uh, Yom Yupping running. Join with computer audio. A Shuddy appears. Oh shit! Talk again? Oh, I can't hear him. Talking to the talk like get real and close to the mic. Can you hear me? <sighs> talk regular voice. Can you hear me? There I we go. I'm speaking at a normal volume. Check, check, check. All right, I'm gonna boost you up a little bit. Check, check. A little, little bit. Check, check. Holy shit! Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow. Alex sounds like straight dog shit. You sound normal. Check, check. What is this feedback? Oh, yeah. You got to mute your audio, I believe. Mute your computer, but not your audio? I forget how we do this. It's been a while since we've had somebody else in here. Is this good? Can No, Shuddy can't hear me then. That's much better. Oh. So you can hear me, Shuddy. Yes. Now we're good. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. I'm actually going to give you a little bit more juice, Alex. Perfect. I love juice. juice. Yeah. I'll try to just like lean more into the mic too. I feel like I just sometimes do this, and I gotta I gotta make sure to do this. Yeah, you gotta get it. I gotta kiss it right on your tulips. Yeah, I gotta like have it brushing my my facial hair. Is that what you do, Shetty? When you're here, just like a little nuzzle with your beard. I end up usually sitting too far away from the microphone <laughs> when I'm in studio. Yeah, Shuddy Boy was basically uh, persona non grata in the Doug Benson episode, which is the last one he was here for. He just disappeared. Well, he was so stoned and <laughs> slash nervous <laughs> that he was about was 10 just... feet from the microphone. He's just like a background character. It's funny. I don't have any marijuana. I'll be right back. How does that sound in your, that. your headphones, Alex? This sounds great. Okay. Not too loud. No, no. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's Dookie Boy. What was the suck doing? <laughs> Blood dog. <laughs> What's up, Jeff? You're sexy as ever. Thanks, we buddy. should We should all be wearing the shirts that Alex designed. I, I was so dumb because they were sitting out for me to pack, and then I missed them as I was, like, leaving at 5 a.m. <laughs> no problem. Good suggestion. Jeff, a, Jeff already jackass. carved his into a V-neck. Jeff. Are you really going to get yours, Jeff? <laughs> It'd be funny this? if he cut it. <laughs> Scissors. Yeah. All right, well, then I'll go get one, too. I turned mine into a crop top. Kevin, he's stupid bitch. 
Jeff, I'm surprised you want to um, match clothes with a bunch of dudes. That's coming from the guy who, if um, we go to a restaurant and he wants a cheeseburger and I order first and I order a cheeseburger, he's like, oh, damn it. I, okay, I guess I'll get chicken fingers. I had a roommate like that. I We were at a restaurant, he ordered something, and I said, oh, I'll have the same thing, and he got super mad at me. He's like, why, why would you do that? And I was like, what do you mean? I wanted the same thing. And he's like, no, you should just order something slightly different. And I was like, why? Like, okay, I'll have mine medium? Yeah, I was like, I, I guess, okay, like, bring me barbecue sauce with the french fries. I don't know. You have some nerve coming at me for my ordering bullshit when you don't like onions. Yeah, this is coming from the guy when we go to In-N-Out. Oh, no lettuce. No sauce, no pickles, no tomato. But sure, I take onions off. Fuck me. Yeah, but it's not that I don't... I don't act like a bitch about that stuff. Like, In-N-Out is a very customizable um, food move. So I yeah, so like my food. burger... I like my burger without vegetables on it. That's not a big deal. Like onions as well? You get your in and out without onions? No, I get grilled onions for my in and out. Jeff, can in you Jeff's just... defense, there's very little nutritional value to shredded lettuce. So it's not doing anything one way or the other. It's basically paper. Not Thanks. It on there. <laughs> Thanks, Shreddy. Hey, Jeff, could you do us all a favor and eat that banana a little less seductively? Yeah, the, the whole Zoom call is getting boners, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, you I'm sitting. Help it. I could fucking go through concrete right now. You have me so hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please, yes. can we save that and use it forever? <laughs> and, uh, none of you other assholes were talking, so there we go. Great. Five Great. minutes and 25 seconds. Got it. But I don't think... I think when that sound drop gets played in the future, it's it's not going to sound gay. Well, I mean, Kevin will probably use it to make it sound gay, but... Oh, yeah. It'll absolutely go where it will do the most damage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Funny thing to say. Pretty good, a little blue, but pretty good. I'm pretty pasty as it is. Yeah, everything turns fucking blue with this damn light. I bought this lamp on Amazon. You can like change the color with an app, and it was like forty bucks. Are you are you down there for Comic Con? Yeah, I we're actually probably like... going to talk about it, huh? That's probably something we're going to talk about. Isn't this the Easter for the actor free Comic Con? Oh, that looks great. That looks better. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, you're... Ow! Wait, the actors are boycotting Comic-Con? Yeah, they can't come because of press. Yeah, they can't no do press shit. for movies. Yeah, yeah so all the... No, all... no tweets promoting it, no social media, no public appearances, no podcast appearances. All the signings are canceled. I guess I found out that, like, they can go to, like, general things. Like, a writer could go to a, like writing for TV in general kind of panel, but he couldn't go to, like, I'm a Futurama writer promoting Futurama sort of thing. 
I don't think anybody writes Futurama anymore. It's all just AI. Is Futurama Shad on again? GPT. It's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, they brought it back. Oh, I didn't know that. That was that's my dumb dumbness. Were you are you a fan of Futurama, Shuddy? I, I enjoy Futurama. I think it near the end it got a little crappy and the movies weren't that great, but I think the first couple of seasons are solid. The movies are hit or miss. I don't I don't I don't have any beef with Futurama. I just never I just never got into it. I think it has a lot of good gem episodes where I look back and I'm like there's just a few episodes where I'm like, damn, that was really good. That hit me good. Alex, do me a favor. Power rank your favorite Futurama episodes. I gotta refill my water. <laughs> I mean, okay, sure. I have to refill my water trough. I mean, I feel like the one everyone always references is the one where uh he finds his mummified dog from the past. Yep. That's exactly when you said that, that's the one that immediately came to mind. That one always, I think, comes to mind. Um, I always like, God, I can't remember the name of the character. It's the alien from Omicron Persei 8 who's, like, always trying to eat them. Uh, I always like episodes involving him. Uh, I like the episode where Leela discovered she was a mutant from the sewers. That was a good one. Oh, yeah, and then her, her, like, dad has tentacles or whatever. Yeah, both of her parents have tentacles. Oh yeah, both of her parents have tentacles. I the movie I like the like medieval fantasy movie. It's not like great, but I kind of just like that they did that. Alex, have you ever read this comic? What's it called? Hitomi. Hitomi. No, I haven't read it. Who's it published by? It's Image. Oh, it's an Image one. Yeah, it's a samurai revenge book. Oh, that sounds cool. About this this girl whose parents were killed by like a black samurai. Okay. So once she gets older, she like travels around and she's like, I'm I'm looking for a, a dark skinned samurai who like in okay. feudal feudal Japan times was pretty much unheard of. And then she like she partners up with him to like train under him. She's like, Train me to be a samurai. So she she basically tricks this guy into training her to get good enough to kill him. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Look at the artwork in it. It's fucking rad. I really love this book. I can already tell I like it from the cover. Is it multi-volume sort of thing, or is it like a one-and-done story? I'm pretty sure this is going to be the only volume. I'm going to pick this up at Comic-Con, then. Man, this is really cool art. I just love anything of this sort of uh, time period, and it's kind of, I don't know, it's fun. Like, I love those Lone Wolf and Cub movies. This kind of gives me that sort of vibe. Oh, yeah. Carl, uh, Carl got Lone me... Wolf and Cub. Carl got me the Blu-ray set of Lone Wolf and Cub Criterion Edition for my birthday last year. Isn't that such a cool set? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like, I see it all the time on eBay. It's on my list of stuff where I just look at it. I'm like, man, if that ever went on, like, a prime deal or whatever, I would, I would jump on it. What about this? Have you ever seen any of the Zatoichi movies? Are those the, the like, trilogy samurai ones? There's 26 of them. No, I probably haven't. <laughs> Holy I'm not sure shit. I've had yeah. It's this like chubby blind guy. He's like a blind traveling masseuse who's actually like a, a yakuza samurai who can like cut the wings off of flies even though he's blind. Oh, so it's like uh, like Donnie Yen in uh, John Wick. Pretty much, yeah. That's but fucking it cool. started in the '60s, so the first couple movies, I think the first three are in black and white, and then it's color, and then I think they did the 25th one in the early '70s. 
And then they revisit it in, in the 80s and did one final one that's like two hours long and super gory and bloody. So how, like, is it, it's not the same actor the whole time, is it? It is. It's the same actor? Yep. And his brother is the lone wolf from Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh, really? So one brother got one legendary samurai franchise. The other one got a different legendary samurai franchise. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to I watch those now. I've what? got two left to watch. Where, where do you watch them on? They're on Criterion. Oh, so. okay. So you just get that service. Yeah. Everything's on but, a goddamn um, service. And then, you know that guy beat, beat Takashi? He was the principal in um, Battle Royale. Oh, okay, yeah. He was like in a million Japanese movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was yeah, I think he was the bad guy in Fuck. the Scarlett Johansson Ghost in the Shell. Oh, okay, okay. I know who he is then, yeah. So they did a, a reboot, I think in the mid-2000s, of Zatoichi with him. Playing the main, the lead role. Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty fun. Yeah, dude, I remember uh, a few years ago I saw Battle Royale. They did like a special screening of it at Alamo, and that was so much fun to see on the big screen. Yeah, that movie's fucked up. I mean, yeah, compared to a lot of movies out of Japan, it's not as fucked up. That's true. Like it's no Ichi the Killer. Yeah, I rewatched Ichi the Killer somewhat recently, and love the movie, but holy shit, is it fucked up. Oh. And that guy, like, watch a rape happen and jerk off to it, and then, like, he doesn't eat his own nut. Oh, he, like, nuts on a plant. He does, like, a Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we talking about Jeff? <laughs> is, it, is this live action? Yeah, you guys yeah. should do uh, the uncensored version of uh, Redo a Healer for for Dragon Ball Queef, because that, that would be that level of fucked up. Well, we're always looking for Dragon Ball Queef recommendations, and I don't know if a bigger weeb than you. I, I know a few. Epitaph, Kevin's getting sure up there. Do. Kevin's weebness has grown exponentially. It has, but I still feel like I'm not even close. Because, like, there's just so much fucking anime. I've probably watched, like... 0.05% of it. Well, there's always so much coming out. Like, I can't even keep up with a new season, let alone, like, every There is more thing. work to do, isn't there? There's always more work to do in anime. All right. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a task. Shuddy Boy's getting a little weeby himself. I know. I heard that you and Draven have been binging some anime. Yeah, we we did Black Lagoon, which is a good one. I like Black Lagoon. Uh, Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man's dope. I like Chainsaw Man. It wasn't my favorite, but um, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop's great. They're doing a bunch of uh, Cowboy Bebop exclusives at Comic Con for Mondo. They're doing like four posters for them. Um, what else? Uh, Jujitsu Kaisen. Yeah, yeah. Two Karens. Two Karens. I watched the first season of Food Wars. You guys are big Food Wars fans. I can't. It's a bummer that season two is not dubbed anywhere. Not on Crunchyroll or any of them? No, Crunchyroll, it's subbed only. When When I made my way through watching all of Food Wars, like, I think the first two seasons were on Netflix. 
season three was nowhere, and seasons four and five were on HBO Max, I think. So I had to go on eBay and buy season three on Blu-ray to watch it. And now, I, like, I think it might only live on Crunchyroll? I don't know. It's, like, disappeared. It's weird. They do get split up like that. Like, you'll be watching a show, and then, like, the middle seasons are gone or on a different service. I don't get how anime works really like that. You'd think you'd just, like, get the right... It's the Yakuza. It's the Yakuza, yeah. They're they're running a racket on anime oversee rights. (laughs) Oh, man. One last Japanese thing before we kick the show off. I was looking at Bill's uh, Letterboxd page... And he watched my brother. Yeah, he watched like a shitload of movies by this one director, Sion Sono, who did that Prisoners of the Ghostland movie with Nick Cage. Oh, Nick Cage, yeah. I forget the other one he did, but there was this movie called Why Don't You Play in Hell, and it's about these like high school kid Gonzo filmmakers that pretty much just run around Tokyo with camcorders and just film shit as it happens and try to make movies out of it. Okay. And then when they get older, they get tasked with making a movie with two feuding Yakuza. Oh, I've seen the trailer for this. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I watched it on Peacock the other day, and it was fucking awesome. It's a sick film? Yeah. I've always wanted to see that one. There's there's so many, like, weird off-the-wall Japanese movies like that. Oh, and he also directed Suicide Club. Oh, okay. The one with all the, like, the high school girls that jump in front of a subway train and, like, a tidal wave of blood flies out of it. Movie's fucked up. Do you watch any of the anime original movies? Like, did you see that Suzumi one that just came out? I don't think so. That was pretty. That was Jeff pretty did. fucking sick. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff did. He was probably in line at the theaters. He was looking for like a special screening. Who Drove didn't down see to La Jolla. <laughs> I love the original uh, Kazumi. Yeah, there's more new gatos in that one. Wait, did I say that right? <laughs> I don't know. Kazumi? You guys know what I'm talking about? Shuddy, can I have record permission? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up on my... Oh, yeah, I am talking about the right person. Kazumi, one of my favorite current actresses. <laughs> she had a whole billboard in Highland, I think. Recording in progress. Oh, that fucking OnlyFans chick? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's like, uh, who's John Legend's wife again? Chris, she's like Asian Chrissy Teigen. She's just like openly like, I'm pretty much like all plastic surgery. I got some <laughs> news Chrissy for you. Teigen is Asian, right? Yeah. Okay. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so fucking confused when, when Jeff said an Asian Chrissy Teigen. I was so fucking <laughs> Yeah, he's like Jackie Chan, but if he were Asian. <laughs> uh, wait, I don't believe you. Hold on. Is she? Is she? From Utah. Come on. Doesn't help me. The Asians um, live in Utah. Okay, her father is of Norwegian descent, but her mom is Thai. All right. Guess, not. <laughs> Guess I'm wrong. Fair enough. I would say Anyways. he's like he's like Kobe Bryant, but black. <laughs> a white George Listen, Bush. Let's get this back to Kazumi. Again, one of my favorite actresses in the game. 
she got a pin um instagram with another one of my favorites is that yeah Vi- violet myers just lovely ladies who i would bring home to mom <laughs> both of them at the same time <laughs> god that'd be wonderful <laughs> all right should we kick this fucker off yep Los Angeles, California, with the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Mm-hmm. 